Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds. Wait, I missed one. Harry, what is it? <laughs> the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother, bride, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? You've never messed that up. What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Gurus of gambling. Damn it. I missed the gurus of gambling. And boy, were we the gurus of gambling. Last night, we did a race to 10 Monday marathon. The NBA stacked 15 games. All 30 teams played 15 minutes apart. There were tips. Mm. And we bet every game race to 10. And I don't think it could have worked out better. I mean, we could have been 15 and 0. But we went 10 and 5, Bri. It was very exciting. We had almost all of the extra points staff Mm. on. We had Tate Frazier on, who's also coming on later on this show to talk about college basketball. We're going to preview the 2022-23 season. We had Joe House. We had John Jastrzemski. We had the Megans. We had Hench. We had Damashek, Martin Weiss. Everybody jumped on. 10 and 5. Lots of fun. I don't know. I get more excited about this than I think um, than most people would. But I, I thought it was great. I thought it was the most fun thing we have done, right? Yeah. And actually, the time, I mean, for, for four hours, the time. Yeah. Flew by. It flew by. But it was a great it, time. That, we, I mean, we watched parts of 15 games, but Darren, didn't it feel like less than a game? Didn't it feel like it took them if we had just sat there? So, absolutely. Yeah. I think helped a little bit with the fact that there was a football game going on. Yeah. Um, but Sal, look, again, first of its kind. Like nobody else has ever done that. Right. We were the first to do it again, trend setting uh, yes. in the gambling industry. Uh, the podcast industry, we've done it again. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Me, um, no. Oh, being so- the, uh, the the forerunner of this. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, it was absolutely fantastic. I am looking forward to doing this again, possibly from a, maybe a Vegas location next Let's year. Let's do so. it. Let's go that to Caesars, get everybody in the book. We give them all $10 tickets, and then there's hundreds of people yelling, and not just mm. uh, although We had hundreds of people following us throughout the night, too. That was great. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, aside from the people I, m- I mentioned, our friend Shoney, our friend Nabes was on there. Uh, who else? I said Joe House, Martin Sheck, Megan Galley, Megan Connolly, Piacenti was on, and everybody won, I think, except Tate. Everybody was around Harry for a winner except for Tate. We'll have to get into him with that. I mean, he was just mm. late, late to the party. So I don't know. Yeah. But again, like Parley kid mentioned, we're first, like we're the trailblazers of betting. Sal, we've been doing this podcast for yes. God knows how long before anyone wanted to even talk, discuss sports betting in terms of a podcast type of a forum, you know, right. Right. Between eight 30 and nine 15, we hit six in mm. a row. I think we hit seven. That was in great. A row. Seven? So fun. I think we were so um, two, we were two and three, and then were we, we two and three, and then we ended right? up nine and three at some point. And then we, we were finished. two and yeah, well, we were three and 
We were three we and three. Off, yeah, I think we started yeah. off two and three though, and then we finished. We were nine and three. I think I'm pretty sure we won seven straight. No, Ooh. we lost the fifth. We, we lost the sixth game. Bucks Hawks. We lost. That was in there. Yeah, I got it all right. It's all right. It's okay. Oh, we were, we, we were couldn't do that. We're three and two. Oh, okay. Six and six. We couldn't win seven in a row if we wanted to against. We really could. No, I know. We took all underdogs. Now a lot of these were toss ups, so you had to decide between mm. the minus one thirteens. But we had some nice uh, underdogs with the Spurs over the Nuggets. Um, what else we hit? Uh, there was some pluses in there. We did the Blazers over the Heat one, the stupid Lakers one somehow. Um, we lost with that one, but yeah, so that was good. All right, so we will do that again sometime soon. Somehow, 10 and 5. And I'm going to uh, pay out some of the our friend Josh jumped on. We're going to give him some money. Uh, beautiful. I love it. So, uh, and Harry just beat COVID. So that's another big upset. I mean, who the hell thought that was going to happen? Nice yeah. job, Harry. You sound, sound yeah, great. Finally. Uh, Walter yeah, Smith, eight days. another winner. Walter Smith wins our pick'em contest 12 right. I was third with 10 right. Uh, Walter Smith gets a $100 gift card. I don't get anything for coming in third. Harry doesn't get any. He should be punished. 199th, Harry, with three right. There are only 203. 203 joined. You were 199th. Defend yourself uh, there. Well, I, hey, listen. Not good, but I have, but I do own a gold cap. I'm like someone. Oh, wow. Oh, Brian. Shots fired. You got to get that. You got to get it. Well, brother Brian, you know what he owns? He owns first place in our staff competition, eight, two, and two on the week, which is what I did as well. He is now in first place by four games, Harry, over me, you, Ooh, and Hedge. Four games. Nice. Yeah, brother. Four good games, job. Well, man. Yeah, I well, know, I've, I had know like, how it I've had like five straight weeks of going like you know nine and four, you know eight and two. Uh, the, uh, it won't it won't keep keep up. I'll lose this. I'll lose this in a two weeks. I'll be behind. Good, good. That's what I want because mm-hmm. four games seems like a lot to make up. But uh, <laughs> lots of season left. All right, listen. Let's take a quick break and then we'll recap that Monday night game. That stinker, Ravens Saints. Be right back. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, we're back. Tate Frazier coming up in about five minutes. He's going to take us through. Guru, I was talking about on Extra Points. Guy, he should have a network show already, Parley Kid, right? Who knows more than Tate? Who knows? No, who absolutely. CBS. So one of these yeah. people should have him doing one of their main uh, network right. programs. ESPN. Somebody. This guy is amazing. Nobody knows more about college basketball mm-hmm. than Tate the Great Frazier. Easy on the eyes, too. Still young. Maybe he should be an assistant coach first, Bri. Maybe that's how mm-hmm. he has to do it or something. I don't know. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. Ravens 27 13 over the Saints. They cover the uh, small spread. The game goes under. We all had the Ravens. We all had the under. Harry was flirting with four for four. He had Lively and then a bunch of terrible puns about Lively at eight to one. Likely. Likely. <laughs> likely. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. I said it wrong just so that you wouldn't. Agree. All right. Likely. It was likely you would get, it was likely you were going to get there that go. word, that spelling wrong, but still. I didn't get likely. the spell. I didn't get the spelling wrong, but I guess I did on the thing. But likely eight to one odds to score the first touchdown. Harry goes three for four. Uh, Dalton. Through a pick was in the fourth quarter. I mean, should have like, had like three or four. Yeah. Fourth quarter, yeah. five minutes, and yet another like Aaron Rodgers, another off the face mask, off the helmet, up into the air mm. pick from five minutes. Yeah, he had a bunch. He had a bunch. Brian had a couple that could have gone in. Right? Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, agree I mean, with that. yeah. No, he's well, done. He's done that a bunch of times. Right this year, that tip pass. Should we make a little contest though? Like if if some one of one of the four of us goes four for four, the winner gets to pick out of the. Of the of, one of the three who has to go pick from the Capitan. <laughs> so you really thought this through. Wow. Good job. So, uh, <laughs> I, the winner has to pick from the Kappa consequences that the winner, the picks. winner gets to pick one of the three of us to pick who has to pick from the uh, Capitan. Write, write out your thoughts. Maybe, maybe go to the blue Listen, tent and uh, I can't even swallow still. All right. Okay, I still good. can't even all swallow. Right. So I'm, good. I'm, all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> consequences have caught up with Harry. So uh, yeah, that was a yeah, bad game. Right. That was bad. I, the one thing I'll say is I was looking at MVP odds. Lamar is nine to one Parley kid. I know you're a fan. I mean, who's not a fan of the way he plays, but it's never been closer or will never be closer than it is at the top. <laughs> now he's the fourth <laughs> choice. Mahomes two to one. Uh, Josh Allen now with this mystery injury is plus two twenty five, and Jalen Hurts at plus two fifty. Is it worth sprinkling a little on Lamar Jackson nine to one? I, I look. I, I I probably advise against it right now. Um, I'm not sure if he's putting up the 
the the numbers and has the weapons that he needs to get to probably a MVP status, mm-hmm. uh, unless he you know just goes off rushing the ball. I'm just not sure if he can get there. Uh, I'm sure the Ravens do have a few more losses on mm-hmm. the way for them. I don't think this is a team that's going to be lighting it up on a consistent basis. They'll make the playoffs, et cetera, probably uh, win that division. But I'm not sure if it's going to be MVP worthy right now, even though, you know, I did grab him at 20 to one right. to start the year. To Nine to yeah. one. It's, you could sprinkle a little bit, but um, I'd be careful. But, I, you know, any of those other guys up top, I mean, uh, I think well, Hurts should thing. be getting a little, you know. Well, yeah, but he's so – Okay, so you probably have to win 12 games, right? 11 or 12 games. He might get there. Sure. They're scared. They could run through this a little bit. They could. Some of these teams are weaker than we thought that they play. They have, he has 16 touchdowns, six interceptions, right? He's doing it with his legs for sure. Mahomes, 21 touchdowns, Allen, 19, and Burrow, uh, 18. Go ahead, Harry. What were we going to say? Do you have the odds in front of you, Sal, right there? Yeah, I do. Yes. Just curious. Just curious what's Geno Smith right now. Geno Smith is 25 to one, about eighth on the list. He's behind Tua wow, and Burrow. I, I, I got him a week and a half ago at 100. Okay. Mm, he are never, you bragging? I mean, he's not going to win. I, there's a lot of other names. Did ever tell us that? This is the first time we're hearing yeah, it. Yeah. Why it are we? It is the first this? time. You're correct, Brian. <laughs> uh, but I did get him at 100 to one at Caesars. Okay. You know, I have uh, Jalen Hurts at 350 to one. I, I, I meant to tell you guys. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say it. But, hey, Brian, you have any bets that you didn't tell us about? Doing well, um, I also, what is, what's I Christian McCaffrey? Don't. Just don't. wondering. You know? What's McCaffrey? He's 150 to one. Who cares? Why, you Why? have him too? You wasted waste money on that. I know, but but you know how what? Much? Maybe if they go undefeated and he puts up games like he did nonstop against the Rams, I don't know. Harry forgets that there's one betting. winner. There's one winner from uh, all uh, right? for these categories. Yeah. How much is he betting, though, Harry? Jesus, like you know, I, listen, we already know I'd how love much to see, he's betting. I, this is me, the behind the me. scenes Harry betting too. Right. I, I'd pay money to see your bets let for the week after a weekend. Brian. I mean, it, might be, it might be a Take good amount of money. It, it might be a yeah. good amount of money, but it's not nearly the like. It's not nearly the the volume. volume. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. You should change it up. Maybe you should change it. Up. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, up, up twelve hundred bucks since the Titans game, baby. Yeah, but how much are you down the last three weeks? Are you counting that? your McCaffrey loss <laughs> and your Geno Smith loss? Because um, those are not. Worse. I'll count the McCaffrey one, maybe, but I ain't counting out the Geno Smith one just yet. <laughs> Joel, um, Joel, what what were you going to say about this? Baby First of all, listen. Yeah. When Harry gets his tenth uh, first touchdown, there should be like a punch ticket. We got to give him a free a <laughs> free cocktail or something or something. Yeah. But I did get a DM from uh, I think one of our fans, Neil in St. Louis. That Harry should put out a book like "Where Is Waldo?" But you have to find the ticket he bet on. So you're you're mm-hmm. searching for the ticket. I see, like right. Waldo. Not bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would not like bad, to see. Bad. I would like to see these uh, tickets, Harry, that you claim to have. But um, so that's that's the MVP discussion right now. I don't know. I'm looking at these division odds too. There were some weird ones we went over on extra points. Uh, but the Ravens are, I think they're 450 now to win this minus 450. The Bengals are plus 375. Harry, would you rather have the Bengals or the Jaguars to win the division? But similar odds. Yeah. Um, still the Bengals, uh, because the parlor kid made a good point. It's not sold on the Ravens yet. I'm not, I'm not really as well. And the Bengals, we mentioned yesterday too, when they're at their best, they will beat and could beat anybody 
They and especially last year after making it to the Super Bowl this year, they still have seen and without Chase, they did what they were unbelievable against Carolina. And still, when they're at their best, they might be the best team in the year. No, no, but they you could just be the best know. team in the AFC well, at sure, least. But you don't know what, what offensive line is going to show. That makes it tough. But I'd rather yeah. have them because you can't trust Lawrence at all. You can't trust Burrow. It is weird though. They're like two and a half games back and plus three fifty, yeah. and the Bengals are a game back. I know they lost the head to head to the Ravens. They're plus three seventy five, and yeah, then. Yeah, I know what else is dumb. Not that this number is off, but the Packers, it's the first week of November, and they're 15 to 1 to win the NFC North. Wow. Who the hell would have thought? Wow. 15 to now they're three and a half games back. Is it actually four and a half, right? They're four and a half back. Yeah. With like well, as of right nine now, or ten to play. Yeah. Uh and the only other thing I'll say is probably kid, the Dolphins at four to one getting a lot of buzz now. Uh people love their style of play. They love that Tyreek Hill is going for this record. They're sold on Tua. And now with this uh, with this UCL injury, four to one odds to the Dolphins over the Bills is a very very sexy choice. Yeah, it might be. Um, but you got to also remember this Dolphins defense just gave up a ton of points right. to the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. who have struggled offensively for most of the year. So, uh, and as we know, especially in that conference, as the weather gets a little colder, uh-huh. and these Dolphins have to travel to these cold weather cities. We'll see what the Dolphins are made of at that point. We'll see how Tua's arm holds up when there's uh, 40 mile an hour winds in Buffalo, right. uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not going to write the Dolphins ticket for that yet. I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. All right, I'm looking at some of these coin flips to make the playoffs. Brian, real quick, Jets, yes or no? No. No. All right. No, no. is minus 140. Uh, Bengals, yes or no? I have to look at their schedule. Off the top of my head, I'd say yes. Yes is minus 130. And those yep. are the only close ones, I think, that are on the board right now. Yeah, that's great. I would think the Chargers would be close too, right? Didn't we say those yeah. three are the ones that uh, – Tampa's what? Tampa's um, yes, minus 220? Yes. No, minus plus 190? Yeah, so that was another one I was looking at. Like the Falcons for the division are – now i got to find it. Now I'm way off here. I'm I'm just got all these mixed up here. Falcons are tied for the division, but a big plus. I did we did this on extra points. Falcons are tied for the division, but plus 320 to win the division. Whereas the Jaguars are plus 350 and two and a half back. I don't know. There's some numbers in there that uh if you if you think wow. about it long enough, you'll lose a lot. Uh, and I recommend mm. everybody do that. Well, hey, we're gonna That's be quite the discrepancy there. It Jeez. really is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of time uh researching this nonsense. All right, listen. <laughs> I'm going to take another break, then back with Master Tate Frazier. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we're back and let's do it. Let's bring in our guest. You know, last week I tried to acquire him at the trade deadline, but the demands <laughs> from his current employer were just too high. And he was also too high. He also failed the drug <laughs> test, which is a problem. One half of the Titus and Tate podcast, our good pal Tate Frazier is here. What is happening, Tate? Oh, yeah. It's great to be back. And uh, as far as the drug test, I blame Harry. He gave me gummies. It was not my fault. I thought they were just gummy bears. So yeah. uh, I apologize. But it's great to be back He's with you guys. He was giving them out on Halloween. Of course we're going to have you. You know, we're doing our college basketball preview and it's back. I can only think of one person to have as a guest. Unfortunately, Jay Wright wasn't available. So here <laughs> <you are. laughs> yeah, he's busy uh, with CBS. Yeah. he's too busy. That's right. <laughs> Tate, you famously called coach K was going to retire. Mm-hmm. Give us right now your bold prediction for this season. Uh, Jim Beheim last year, I think it's the Jim Beheim farewell tour. I think, uh, this is it. Yeah. And I think, uh, red Autry, who was on the bench, uh, you know, him, Harry, uh, red Autry, I think is the one who was waiting in the wings, uh, to be the next head coach of Syracuse. So I think uh, maybe January that, that news comes out. That's my bold prediction. It's about eight years overdue, Tate. About eight years yeah, overdue. Yeah, but, you know, now that Buddy's gone, he's with the Pistons or, you know, I, I guess he's probably with the G League team at this point. But, um, you know, I think now that, you know, the Bayheims are out of the building, uh, now now Jim Bayheim finally does his curtain call. Unless he wants to go after Coach K's wins record, so maybe he stays for five I more think years. He, deep down, he does, Tate. You know <laughs> yeah, he does. Exactly. So that's my bold prediction, Sal. Uh, Jim Bayheim says goodbye. All right. Well, that'll be enough for him. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Let's, let's get right into it. Who wins this thing? And then we're going to give our picks and you be nice to, you know, you Harry's never <laughs> met anybody, any producer who is as nice to him as you were. Jim Cunningham was just terrible, terrible, just awful, yeah. awful to him. Yeah. And we loved it. Joel was kind of <laughs> sometimes on his side, you know, spaghetti and meatballs. I think they helped him out, but no one. No one is as flowery and supportive as you. Yeah, I love Harry. Yeah, I always said <laughs> Harry's back. You know, he needed someone fighting on his side. And my mom, my we mom a, also loved Harry. So, you know, it was one of those yeah, things. Yeah, we, we had a blast in New Orleans. Yeah, we had we an take, army. We had, we had an army. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, army, you don't pick army, though, to win the uh, title, though, right? <laughs> no, I don't pick army. Um, yeah, so last year I had Kansas, which uh, worked out great until they were playing mm-hmm. my team in the national championship game. And at that point, I was like, I really wish I had not picked Kansas. That was dumb of me. Uh, I'd much <laughs> rather be wrong. But anyways, Kansas goes on to win the title. This year, I've had a hard time. I've been going back and forth because um, I'm trying to to be objective, right? there. There's my fandom as a North Carolina alum and being from North Carolina and growing up North Carolina and what I expect of North Carolina. And then there's the, the reality of the situation. Um, I kept talk, trying to talk myself into, you know, certain teams, you know, like Tennessee, for example, is a team I really like. I, I think Tennessee has the guard play to win a national championship. I think that they, um, you know, are built uh, to, to make a run in March. But then also there's the Rick Barnes factor. Can I believe in Rick Barnes in March? So that, you know, gives uh-huh. me reservations. So anyways, I kept trying to work the formula, trying to figure out who would be, what makes the most sense. Could it be an Arizona with Tommy Lloyd? Could it be a UCLA? They get things together. And I keep coming back to my North Carolina Tar Heels. And, uh, oh, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be I like it. 
I don't want to be the guy that, you know, is uh, subjective here, but it makes too much sense. 1981, North Carolina goes and plays Indiana. Guess what happens? They lose. They come back in 1982. Dean Smith gets his first championship. 2008, Roy Williams plays Kansas in the Final Four, gets blown out. Oh. 2009, North Carolina comes back and wins it. 2016, like Chris Jenkins hits the shot. Everyone says, North Carolina, get out of my face. They're not going to do it. 2017, they come back and win the championship. Last year, we all know what happened. They're up 15, <laughs> and uh, it all goes bad in the second half. They run out of gas. I do believe in this team. I think a lot of it, you know, relies on Armando Baycott and how much he buys in is, and is, you know, kind of playing at, at his, I think, uh, ceiling, mm. his peak at the right time. He's struggling a little bit out the gate, but I think North Carolina in Houston, the place where Chris Jenkins hit the shot, they come back, they get a little redemption. And wow. I think North Carolina wins a national championship. You mean to tell me that I had Digger Phelps booked for this spot and I, I bumped him for you just to come on and pick your own team to win? Come on, I, Tate. I, uh, I, I can argue for other teams, right? I could see Houston winning in Houston. That is that is probably my number two team that I, that I have in the back of my mind. And I could see Houston beating North Carolina in Houston with Jim Nance in his last game calling oh, in yeah. March. You know, he is a Houston right. alum. He gives the tie to his alma mater, Houston. I could see that whole scenario playing out. But no matter which way, I try to slice it. I keep coming back to my North Carolina Tar Heels, and, it, and it's hard because right. I tried. I tried to separate my heart from my head, and uh, I just <laughs> no, kept coming didn't. back. I just kept coming you back to the Tar try. Heels. You didn't Good try. For Good for tape. <laughs> what odds do we get on uh, Carolina? Oh, they're nine to one. They're, they're yeah, the plus nine hundred is what I saw. Right. Yeah, I, th- I, I think right. it was Gonzaga they, in North Carolina, but North Carolina is the favorite. I, I have a, I have a few dark horse teams that I really like that we can well, talk let's, about. As let's well. let's hear from the others because I know okay. Bry likes Houston to win it all, so that seemed like your backup, but. Carolina, I should mention Carolina and Kentucky are nine to one on Caesars. Gonzaga and Houston are ten to one, and then UCLA is twelve to one. So mm. uh, yeah, Bri, uh, make your case for Houston. Look, I really like them, and I, look, I know it's ten to one odds, so you're not getting necessarily great odds. But Kelvin Sampson has just done an amazing job with yep. this group, right? Thirty-two and six last year. They lost in the Elite Eight to Nova after they dominated Arizona, right? In that one game, the year before mm. they were in the Final Four. Before that, the year before the pandemic, they were in the Sweet 16. They bring back their best player, Marcus Sasser, who I know you like, Sal. Jamal uh, Sheed is back. They also bring in a top freshman, which I think I, I read was the, the top freshman they've ever brought in, right, to Houston yep. and Jarris Walker, who's a big body for them, uh, which is going to help. So 10, 10 to 1, I just like the way this team plays once they get to the tournament, right? They're just a defensive team. Their guards usually can score, so um, I like them. You love, you're a Samson guy, right, Tate? Yeah, I like Samson a lot. I, I think Samson, you know, if you yeah. really polled all the other coaches, the top coaches, let's say the top 30 coaches, I think you'd be surprised how many coaches say Kelvin Sampson is the best coach in college basketball. Yeah. They, they all have hmm. a lot of respect for him, a lot of reverence for him. And he gets the, you know, he gets these guys to pie in and play as a team. Yep. And, uh, you know, they, they are really smart about, they, they're very Gonzaga-ish with their scheduling and things like that. They know how to build the confidence up of those guys. And uh, I think Sasser could end up winning national player of the year. So, I mean, if everything goes right for Houston, I wouldn't be shocked in January if Houston's the number one team in the country and everyone's talking about them being the favorite. Hmm. All right. Uh, Harry, we'll go to you. Creighton, 25 to one. Oof. You don't like that? <laughs> go, go ahead. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I think look, look, it's kind of pretty deep. They got guards returning and Ryan Lembard and, uh, and uh, Trey Alexander coming off a great uh, solid uh, freshman season. Um, I think they should dominate the big East. Uh, and uh, Kyle Brenner, uh, Kyle Brenner shot 65% from the field last year, averaged eight boards. Um, and I'm going to give this out right now, Tate. 
Caesars has them at the, they have the odds to win the Maui Invitational. And Arkansas and Arizona are there too. I'm giving Creighton out at four to one to win that and twenty five to one to win the national championship. Listen, last year in national champ in the in the in the tournament, they lost to Kansas in the second round only by seven. They played them tough and they were ahead mo- uh, you know most of that game and <laughs> with like ten minutes left. So I'm gonna take Creighton at twenty five to one. You don't like that? No, take? I mean look, I like Creighton. I think Creighton's gonna win the big east. So <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say I don't like Creighton. But the one thing that scares me about Creighton is that I think they can be forced into a jump shooting team, as you just saw in their first game. They struggled in their first game last night, last night. And that was because they turned into a jump shooting team. I also think their best player last year was Ryan Hawkins, who is not on the team this year. They did replace him with Baylor Shireman, who's a transfer they brought in from uh, South Dakota State. I like Art Kaluma. I really think if Kalkbrenner has a big year, Kalkbrenner could be kind of the guy that leads them on a Final Four run. But when you talk about a national championship run, I don't know if I see Creighton getting that far. But I do like them to win the Big East. I like them to win the Big East tournament as well. But uh, hmm. when it when it gets to the nitty gritty of March, I think that they have a few. I, I'm not sure that they're on that level, but we'll see. I, I I would I would happy happily be wrong. And also, they played tough in that game against Kansas. Hmm. They, they did. They did. And they, I mean, they gave him a game. So I mean, look. See, you, this you is what I mean. Tate doesn't like the pick, but he's got to be nice to Harry. He's always nice to Harry. This yeah. is what it is. I mean, Harry could have said Bishop. Somebody has to be nice to yeah, Harry. I'm Harry, not- no, no, not someone doesn't have to be. You no. could have said Bishop Sycamore, and Tate would have been like, yeah, he would have made a nice. Yeah, good, good academy. Case I kind of like him. Yeah, they yeah, play hard. There you go. <laughs> Academy. All right, Parley Kid, another Homer pick. Tate well, look, it's kid. a Homer pick. Yeah, this yeah. is this is like a total Homer pick. I I, <laughs> I get it. It's fine. I, I make my Homer picks, but that's also because I have faith in my team, and I'm going to be disappointed if my team doesn't do well. I don't don't go. Ah, oh, I'm not expecting much out of them. This is this is a year that I expect a lot out of the Dayton Flyers. They're ranked 24th in the country. They have a good head coach in Anthony Grant. There's some Dayton fans out there that don't love him. Uh, his in-game coaching decisions sometimes, but the players love him. They absolutely love him. I think he's a pretty good coach. I'll tell you, he's he's won a lot of games here in Dayton. This was a team that went 24 and 11 last year after getting off to a bad start and losing to some terrible teams to start the year last year. Then they went, uh, they beat Kansas yep. uh, early last year in the tournament to win the tournament. Um, was that Maui? Was that Maui? I'm forgetting already. Was that even in Maui last year? They beat, they beat Maui. The, they beat them in, in Maui. Yeah. Last year. It was a know. Saturday game, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. It was Maui. Right? Was it? Yeah. That was Maui. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they won that. Uh, that was a, uh, what a win. They were the youngest team in the country last year. The mm. youngest team in the country. They're all back. Everybody's back. De- Deron Holmes, probably a top 20 pick possibly in the NBA dra- draft. Malachi Smith, Excellent young point guard, freshman, uh, Mongolian Mike, as I mentioned yesterday on the pod, Mike Sharamjants. He looked good in game one yesterday. I know they didn't, they played Lindenwood. I think maybe even Harry could have put up a few points against them, (laughs) but uh, nonetheless at 90 to one, this team is going to make the tournament this year. And I think they're going to make a little bit of a run to the sweet 16 elite eight, possibly, where I could either start hedging a little bit or let it ride at that point. Mm. Let's take my Dayton Flyers 90 to 1 to win it all. We know their home court is awesome. Top 20 in the nation in attendance every year, Harry. Yeah. Every year, That's right. UD. That's right. What a place yep. to watch a basketball game. 
Let's All do right. it. I can't. This is. I'm so excited for this season. I like. Tate, I like Mongolia. Tate, what Mike. should he start? <laughs> should he start hedging now or wait till the Sweet Sixteen? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be. I mean, look. I really like Dayton, and I do feel like Anthony Grant uh, and that team. They feel due because of 2020 not having a tournament, oh. and that year was supposed to be the year that was supposed to be. You know, Crutcher and Obi Toppin. They were going to, you know, make their final four run. So I think as a team and as a program, they still are. They're still itching for that moment. You know, in the Son, and I think they have enough talent, and I actually really do like. Uh, how do you say his last name? Uh, PK uh, uh, Sharam Jantz. Sharam Jantz. I think it's Sharam Jantz. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I like Mongolia. Mike's a great nickname, and uh, they have a lot of talent. I'm glad that they're ranked in the top 25. It's better for college basketball when Dayton's good. So, um, hmm. look, I mean, look, why not? Why not make a run to the Final Four? Anthony Grant deserves it. I think he's one of the top 30 coaches in college basketball. You brought up Love Obi it. Toppin. Tate, mm. could this guy excel on any team or play uh, like a, be a decent player? Because we get his stats every single day, no matter what he's doing, good or bad. Yeah, I mean, oh, I the love, kid sends him. Yeah. yeah, I love Obi Toppin, and I really feel bad for Knicks fans that they have to watch Julius Randle start in front of him and play the exact same position. Thank you, Tate. It Thank is, you. Uh, it's unfair to everybody, and I keep seeing all these reports that the Knicks are shopping Obi Toppin, and I'm like, why? Why are we shopping Obi? We're shopping the wrong guy. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people don't want that Randle contract, but at some point, you have to play the young guy, especially when it seems like the team plays more like a team when he's out there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I love Obi Toppin. I could talk about him for days. Babyface, what about this date? Yes. I just feel bad. Like Parlay Kids <laughs> still never got over this tournament into in no. 2020 being canceled. Like Harry never got rid of uh, Sonic canceling the purple sprite. Like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Can't get over it. <laughs> All right. He'll never forget. Never Let forget. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah, Harry, get over it already. Uh, all right, yeah. I'm going to go Arizona, not because they accepted Ooh. my uh, son into college the other day, but nice. 22 to one. I love this Tommy Lloyd's team. He's 33 and four last year, 18 and two in the Pac-12. They might not even win the Pac-12. I know UCLA is loaded, uh, and Arizona has to replace uh, Benedict Matherin, but they have Carissa, the junior, the breakout star. He had that ankle injury, so you didn't get this. Uh, you know, you didn't get the full uh, what you needed to get complimentary. What's going on with him? Ten. What do you have? Ten and five Tate last year. Yeah. Uh, Azulis Tabellis, the junior, another returning starter. First team, all Pac-12, 14 points, six rebounds. And they have that seven footer who was a reserve. He came over from Gonzaga with Tommy Lloyd a couple of years ago. Umar Balo. I might be saying it wrong, but yeah, about seven. Yeah, he was a reserve. Uh, force down low, expect big things out of him. 22 to one is Arizona in the mix. Absolutely. Arizona is a team that last year, you know, Titus and I were really high on. We thought that they could make a run. They almost, you know, for lack of a better term, they peaked a little too soon, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they were the best team in the country. And then, you know, f- into February hits, March hits, and it felt like Arizona was still figuring some things out. They had so much talent. You know, they lose Dalen Terry. They lose Ben Matherin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those two guys alone um, really, you know, you just look at this roster yeah. and you're like, my God. I mean, uh, they had so much going for this team. I think this year they're actually going to have a more foundational base as a group. And I think they learned a lot last year it was the first time they kind of got right. back in the spotlight as a group. Now they understand that there's a larger picture to this. It's not just about getting to number one in the country. It's about actually making a run in March. And Tommy Lloyd gets that. I really like Tommy Lloyd. 
I for all the Gonzaga love, you know, where Gonzaga gets shot to the moon because they get Drew Timmy back. I think Arizona right. should have gotten that good favor with the polling. I think Arizona should have been a top hmm. five team. I think Arizona should have been a team that everyone's been talking about because Tubelis is a guy who could easily win National Player of the Year. Kirk Kreisa is a guy who could end up being a face of college basketball, and you know, right. maybe not, maybe a face that people hate, but a, a face nonetheless. <laughs> um, so. I think Arizona is a really good team. I think they're a really fun team. And I think that Tommy Lloyd and this group now gets the larger picture. And last year it was their first time in the sun. So you understand why they kind of struggled a little bit, but now they know who they are. And they uh, had some fun games until they get oh, bounced yeah. in the sweet 16. I remember looking at them. I remember Paul, kid, we were watching them. It was a night game. Like, how does this team lose? How do they ever lose? I think they <laughs> yeah. went to overtime. I know Matherin's gone, but uh, yep. yeah, they're a fun team to watch. All right, let's do the wooden award here. A little Ooh. underrated thing. We should know, right? Like the Heisman Trophy, huge college football. The Wooden Award should be a bigger deal, I think, Tate. Uh, yeah. Your guy, 6-1, to one, Armando Baker. Uh, Drew Timmy, you mentioned, plus 650. He's back. Caleb Love, 10-1. to one. Uh, uh, Oscar Schwebe. Now, he won it last year, right, Brian? Yeah, she yeah, won. Yep. He won it at 12-1. to one. Um, And that's who you're taking? Oh, that's who I'm taking. You know, I, yeah. I just I'm taking it solely because of the odds at 12 to one. Right. I think it's a little yeah. weird. You know, he sits comfortably behind Baycott and Timmy right at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I get it. It's almost impossible to repeat. He's a little bit of an older player, but he was the unanimous player of the year last year. Right. Average 17 points and 15 rebounds. Almost impossible to stop down low. And this Kentucky team, they should be a top five or eight team, uh, you know, or I mean, they've disappointed in years past, but they still their expectations should be a top five rate team. Uh, again, I know there's a little bit of fatigue here, but I just thought a 12 to one, probably too good of odds here for a guy who's going to probably put up the same numbers, if not better this year. I'm going to look up Wooden Award winners, but yeah, there two. Uh, there are a lot of back-to-back states. I couldn't tell no. you the last time. Uh, the last back-to-back, I believe, was Ralph Sampson. Um, <laughs> so you, you can fact check me on that, but I think it was, <laughs> right, the, I right. think it was 82, yeah. 83, something like that. So Wow. Yeah, it does not happen often. And uh, Sheboy, the only reason why I, you know, I'm worried about Sheboy is that he just had knee surgery and he had knee surgery uh-huh. two weeks before the season started. And John Calipari tried to basically like sweep it under the rug and act like it was no big deal. But anytime you're doing a procedure, that means that there's a larger issue. I know that he said Oscar himself has said he's willing to play through the pain. But when uh-huh. you're talking about a guy that is supposed to, you know, kind of dominate the boards and be active. And that's really his number one quality. It's not like his shot making or something like that. And he's playing in pain. It is. Right. I, I have, you know, calls for concern and that that's what worries me about him. And it might just be that he didn't play in enough games. Like he's not even playing right now. He's not dressing out. They said that he went through warmups, but no one has video of him going through warmups. I mean, hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot of John Calipari uh, chicanery going on there. So uh, that's my only concern with Sheboy. But if he does play, I mean, there's no, there's no reason why he wouldn't repeat because he's that good. All right. Yeah. Listen, you're both wrong about the last back-to-back winner, 2015, 2016, Brianna Stewart. So there you go. Oh last man, I'm an idiot. Back-to-back. I'm yeah. an idiot. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. I apologize yeah. to all our college yeah. basketball okay. fans out there. We'll forgive you. Sal tricked you, Tate. Sal tricked you, Tate. I would never trick you, Tate. Well, you're going to trick them into thinking Baycott's winning the Wooden Award, Harry. That's your pick. Look, Tate said it. UNC is loaded. We know this. He came back for a senior season. He's a double-double machine. Finished 12 of his last 13 games last year, double-double. And also that includes the ACC tournament, NCAA tournament, 
all eight games, double doubles in his last two seasons, 63 and 57% from the field. He's a beast. Why not? Mm. Mm. All right. Yeah. You don't don't like it. No, I look, I like Baycott a lot. I'm a little concerned that, uh, you know, (laughs) just coming into the season, I think Baycott's got to find his footing a little bit. I think he's enjoyed uh, the success of what they did with their tournament run. And rightfully so. I'm glad that he did, but uh, he's got to get back into the fold a little bit. He should have had a double double last night against UNCW. He's one rebound short. That concerns me a little bit. And in fact, when I look at this Carolina team and I try to look forward and say, who is going to be the face of this team this year? I think the face of this team this year is R.J. Davis. And I think R.J. Davis is going to be the one that kind of dictates who this team really is. I think he is a great koozie uh, award bet. I mean, and Carolina hasn't had a koozie award winner since Kendall Marshall. So I think that, you know, it's about time that R.J. Davis is back in that conversation. So for me this year and R.J. obviously getting assists through Baycott will be big for Baycott. But I could see a world in which. R.J. Davis is kind of the star of this team and Baycott and Caleb Love, you know, have their games, have their moments, you know, do what they need to do. But R.J. Davis is really the, the the engine that gets this team going. So that would that would kind of make me stray away from Baycott winning the award as being but the face your of this mo- team. Your mother says your mother says love, though. Jesus. Yeah, my mom, my mom is <laughs> wow. team Caleb Love. Yeah, my mom is uh, all about Caleb Love. Ever since he hit that <laughs> shot against Coach K, yep. she's like, uh, he's the best player on the team. <laughs> uh, all right, Parley Kid, uh, Jackson Davis. Oh, he's fun to watch. Twenty to one. Mm. Yeah, I, look. Once again, I'm just blown away by Tate is his ability to just ramble off name oh, after name, yeah, team after th- team. Three minutes, three I, minutes deep on fifty I, teams. It's I, I am not kidding you when I say, look, we could have we could have Tony Romo on here, right, talking football or any of the mm. guests we've had, and I wouldn't feel so inferior. As in when Tate Frazier comes on and talks college basketball. <laughs> but I do I still have that. Tate on my phone when it comes up. It does say Tate the Snake. I still haven't changed that. I, I got to keep that old school Tate. Sorry. You didn't, like that. you didn't like that. You didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tate's, like that? Tate's mom. Tate's yeah. My mom was like, please stop that. She was like, I'll take Masturbator over there. Yeah. Yeah, Master Tate. Master Tate. No, listen, we, weren't, we weren't that on the nose. So good. Right. So good. But Tate, amazing. Really, it's amazing how you just know every yeah. single player in the NCAA. Yeah, Trace Jackson Davis, Sal. I've so I don't I I haven't really seen him on uh, Caesar. So you can let me know. I've seen him at twenty to one. Yep, is he twenty? Yeah, so I, was, I did get that right. Mm-hmm. Um, four year player in this program, nineteen and nine, eighteen and eight over the last two years. He is the Big Ten preseason player of the year. He's been in the Wooden uh, Award watch list the past two years. Third team All American as a sophomore. First team Big Ten last year. Guy's a dominant force on a team that's ranked 13th in the country. Why not? A lot of experience, primed for a uh, huge monster season, you know, 2010, 22, Uh 12, I don't know, somewhere in that range. Let's take him at 20 to 1. Tate, uh, Polly Kid says, you know, every play, do you know, have you heard of Trace Jackson Davis before? <laughs> I have, yes. He's been in Indiana for as long as I can remember, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I really liked uh, Trace Jackson Davis. I like 
that, you know, Mike Woodson, obviously in his second year, still has him there to kind of be the anchor of that team. My only concern with Indiana and was my same same concern last year is the guard play. I really mm-hmm. think that they have to figure out who can make the entry passes to Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson. There's a lot of high-low game that happens with those, those two yeah. forwards on that team where they're basically feeding each other, and then it gets the ball out of the guard's hands. And in college basketball, we all know it's defense and guard play. So at the end of the day, when we get to March, they're going to have to have some guard play as we saw in the NCAA tournament when they played against St. Mary's and St. Mary's ran them off the court. It was just they were playing a different game than Indiana. So that's my only concern. But Trace Jackson Davis should put up the numbers. He should put up the production. Indiana should be one or two in the Big Ten. And if that's the Mm -hmm. case, I mean, why not? Why not have Trace Jackson Davis, you know, end up being the guy? All right, Bry took Houston to win it all. Marcus Sasser, he mentioned 18-3-3 nice. and three last year. Averaged two steals a game. Uh, that's my pick. Already 21 points a, uh, this year. He already scored yesterday. Uh, Three-point mm. percentage. This is important, I think. Went from 36 to 38 to almost 44 mm. last year. And he t- this is on nine attempts. He puts it up. He's going to have big games that you can't ignore. You, you like that at 12 to one, or is it not worth it at that number? Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think Sasser, I think mm. in a world of college basketball where we're talking about all the bigs, whether it be Baycott, Sheboy, Timmy, right? There, there's going to be a little bit of fatigue with all, Hunter Dickinson. There's going to be a little uh-huh. bit of uh, all we talk about is the bigs. And then we have this flashy guard that, like you said, is hitting step back threes and, and you know, kind of capturing the creativity of the mind when it comes to college basketball. So I think Sasser has a real chance to be a star. And I think Houston has a real chance to mm. kind of be the, the mm. program that's at the front, you know, I, like at the front of everyone's mind when we get to March and everyone's like, I could see Houston being the number one overall seed in the tournament and Marcus Sasser being the number mm. one star in the tournament. Interesting. And as we, as we head to March, everyone's all on Houston. And I think that might be great for North Carolina because I think North Carolina will still be a one seed, but they might not be the flavor of the month, so to speak. So right. Houston's going to get that treatment, I think, all year long. So who is your pick for uh, Wooden? Is it Sasser or is it somebody else? Uh, so I have a vote. I have a Wooden vote. Oh, now. you do? So, uh, wow. Yeah, so I, wow. Titus and I both wow. have votes. You can't um, do so, it then, right? So I, so I technically, I think I can't like say who, who I think would win, but All I right. mean, Sasser is, uh, you know, I, Sasser has always impressed me. I can oh, say that. I want I think. to put money on it for you, but I don't want to get that vibe. I don't want uh, Titus to have two votes. Yeah, no, that would be bad. All right. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk off air there. Uh, we do yeah, have some yeah, miscellaneous yeah. picks. I have one I think you're going to like. Duke on under 13 and a half conference wins. Now they play 20, right? Uh, yes. You get plus 120. You got a first year coach who looks like, like the Miz if he never saw a bench press, but mostly <laughs> freshmen. Um, you know, AJ Griffin, Trevor Keels, Wendell Moore, Mark Williams, all selected in the NBA draft. I'm not that excited about Jeremy Roach to average eight points a game or that. Who's the Illinois transfer? Grandinson? Um, yeah, Curtis so, Grandison. Yeah, so uh, I think it's Jacob, right? Oh, Curtis, Jacob, Curtis, sorry. Curtis, Curtis Grandison plays baseball. Curtis is yeah. gone. <laughs> uh, but they have a February road trip against Miami or Virginia supposed to be good. FSU supposed to be good. Your team, obviously. Notre hmm. Dame could be tough. They're at Wake. They're at Syracuse. Could, you know, trip them up. 16-4 and four last year. I think 12-8 and eight or 13-7 and seven would be a decent start for this new coach. 
Yeah, I think so too. And if you're John Shire, I mean, you're really banking on, I, I mean, I've never seen these kids play. So you're banking on these freshmen to come yeah. in and to be superstars, which is, you know, obviously been the Duke model for, you know, dating back to when Kyrie came back in 2010. So mm-hmm. that's what they do. That's what they're building on. That's their foundation. But what's funny about this current team with Shire, what I saw last night was they're starting this guy, Ryan Young at center, who is a grad transfer from uh, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And he looks like Brian Zubek. I mean, he is like a carbon copy of that type of Duke center. So mm-hmm. I think there's a world in which John Shire is bringing back the Duke that I know, the Duke that every oh. Carolina fan grew up watching, whether, you know, the, the Lee Melchione types. And and I, it does feel like John Shire is bringing that, that world of Duke back, which uh, I think, you know, there could be some growing pains um, between the freshmen and some of these grad transfers that he brought in because there's, you know, it's like 25-year-olds playing with 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And, and I find that a little strange. They'll they'll have the talent, of course, but um, I think you're right. I, th- I think Duke going under, Virginia going over in the conference is kind of you know what I would do as as, as far as the pecking order. Mm-hmm. And I think that North Carolina will win the ACC regular season, but I think Virginia will will finish in second and be right there. Interesting. So All right, we got. I, I would knock knock Duke down to like fourth, third, we, or fourth. We have Brian Harry fighting over uh, Big Twelve uh, bragging rights here. Harry, why don't you mm. go first? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the favorite Tate uh, Baylor. Uh, Two to one. The Bears have it at least a share of the uh, last two regular season Big Twelve mm. titles. Scott Drew, one of the most uh, one of the best coaches in the country, and LG Cryer and Adam Flagler, probably the best guard combo in the country. So Baylor two to one. And Kansas, I'm down on Kansas by the way. Down four integral players from last season's uh, national championship team, including Christian Braun and Abaji. Uh, I just think the Jayhawks are overrated. I think the oh. down this year. Um, and I'm going to go it? with Baylor two to one. Did you hit mute, Harry? What'd you do? We can't hear you. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, now I can. Yeah. Right. Two to one on Bella. Okay, nice. good. good enough. Uh, Perfect. I wasn't going to tell you to go back. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ken's calling. I can't help it. I can't get away from Ken's calling. Ken's calling. Because yeah, he still can't figure it out. He's still got to do the podcast on his phone. He's can't yeah, figure do it on your damn computer. <laughs> oh, my God. Ken. All I can do is what? Brian, give your big 12 pick, and then uh, Tate can decide between the two. Tate, okay. Tate might hate this immediately because I, I was looking at TCU at plus 550. I made this decision before I saw what they did last night, and they struggled against yeah. Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, they barely uh-huh. they won by one point last night. <laughs> uh, but this was a team that underachieved probably uh, a little bit last season. But in the tor- tournament, look, they dominated Seton Hall. They just lost to Arizona. I don't know if you remember that game. They should have beat them. They were up three yeah. uh, with a few seconds left, and then Matherin hit a three to tie it to force overtime. But they bring back their best player, Mike Miles. The rest of their starters are back. This is a conference that's still going to be good, but Baylor you know, is going to be a little bit down. Kansas is going to be a little bit down, or they're going to have a lot of new players, I should mm. say. Um, if there was ever a year for somebody else to claim this conference, it, it's probably this year. So I'm going to take uh, TCU plus 550. All right, Tate. Nice. You like both yeah. either of those teams, or you go? You can go off the board and see who the audience picked for you to date. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say I, I do like TCU. I just don't. I don't foresee them winning the conference, even though I really like their team. And I, I, like you said, Brad, I didn't like the start last night. I did like the start for Baylor. I thought Baylor looked great. I like Cryer a lot. I like Keontae George, the freshman that they brought in. I mean, he's top ten on, on mock drafts. So I mean, Baylor's got the talent. Flo Thamba's a big man that I think can actually get yeah. it done in March. So. 
Baylor, I really like. They're the one team that I think of in the Big 12 that could sneak up on them, even though I don't like them, is Texas. I mean, Texas with Timmy Allen, uh, Chris Beard, um, Tyrese Proctor, who they brought from Iowa State, who or Tyrese Hunter, I should say, uh, that they brought from uh, Iowa State, who a lot of people think could be the best point guard in the country. Um, so yeah, Texas is, is the team that I look at, but I'm going to go with Baylor. I think Baylor mm. would be my bet. Um, I, I think they're a good team. And nice team. One of my one of my futures that I want to put on you guys' radar now, the next Kentucky head coach after John Calipari, it will be Scott Drew. Really? I'm putting that, mm-hmm. I put that in your face right now. No, I think Kentucky I like fans want Scott Drew. I, I think they want to move on from Calipari, and I think Scott Drew would be uh, mm. he would be a force at Kentucky. When does that so happen? That, that is, What's the over-under? Is it next season? I, I, I think it's. I think this year, if things go bad for Kentucky, let's say Sheboy's hurt wow. and they, they don't have a tournament run, then I think Kentucky fans, after St. Peter's, after a nine-win season, you know, they're they're already grumbling a mm-hmm. little bit. And I think uh, Scott Drew is the first mm-hmm. man they call. Interesting. And now, so your Baylor pick to win the conference was that uh, at all influenced by <laughs> Harry's analysis that we weren't able to hear? <laughs> yes, okay. Harry sold me. I okay. uh, I can see. I can read it. I can see I said, his listen, eyes. I said, I said, Crier and Flagler. No, we don't want to hear it, Harry. You had a chance. You had a chance. We got here. Best card combo in the country. And would right. you say that, Tate? I'd say R.J. Davis and Caleb. Uh-huh. There you go. All right, uh, Parley Kid. Now you are really putting Tate to the test here about his yeah. basketball knowledge and his college knowledge because you did research on the Horizon Conference winner. Who do you like? Yeah, and look, nice. this isn't to try to try to test Tate at all. Um, no, it's just say. that I I couldn't find a ten odds on Caesars <laughs> to win the conference, so right. I I moved on. And uh, just started doing <laughs> lame some conference, Darren. Lame conference. It's a, no, they, you know they got Chicago. They got uh, uh, Loyola, Loyola Chicago, Chicago in the conference now too. Yeah. So it's it's actually upgraded. The St. Louis Billikens are actually a very good uh, team this year uh, mm-hmm. too. So watch out for them. So I'm taking it to the Horizon Conference, Sal. Oakland Golden Grizzlies. By the way, they, mm. their coach has been there for like 50 years. He's been there mm. forever. I, he's probably like third on the all-time wins list or something like that, or third active wins mm. uh, for coaches. But so they're ret- returning their second uh, leading scorer in Jalen Moore. Uh, also their assist leader, very good point guard. They return their leading shot blocker and fourth leading scorer in Trey Townsend, uh, another uh, solid player. But here's the thing with this team. They went 20-12 and 12 last year, 12-7, and seven, in the Horizon Conference, but they got three Division One <laughs> transfers to come in, which obviously they're a Division One school, but they got uh, the sixth leading scorer from Wisconsin, uh, Lauren Bauman uh, came in, Rocket Watts, who was a, a pretty big-time freshman about three or four years ago at Michigan State, then went to Mississippi State, kind of fell off the radar. The guy's a pretty big-time player, and uh, Keaton Hervey, from Missouri State, who all, by the way, two of those three guys put up big numbers in game one last night. At 9-1, to one, this team mm. is, uh, I think they're pretty deep with these transfers in this Horizon League. Wow. So let's, let's roll with them, Sal. What the heck? I mean, we, might, we have to be the only <laughs> podcast in the world uh, previewing the Horizon Conference. So what do you think, Tate? Do you like Oakland, uh, the Northern Kentucky Norse, the Youngstown <laughs> State Penguins? What, what's your point? I mean – 
I, I'm a little partial to Robert Morris at times, but I don't <laughs> like Robert Morris this year. That's not my okay. squad. I, I think uh, I think Oakland's a good bet. I mean, I like Rocket Watts. Rocket Watts was supposed to be Tom Izzo's next protege right. point guard until he wasn't. You know, he was learning under Cassius Winston. Everyone was talking about how great he's going to be, and now he's at Oakland. And Oakland, I mean, they're always good. I mean, they're, right. they're a uh, mm-hmm. they're a staple, and it looks like they won yesterday, ninety two to twenty seven against whoever defiance is. That's so, push it too, uh, that's in Ohio. Yeah. Checking their score, they push it. They average around 80 points a game usually. They do. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, Watts had looks like Watts had 15 in their first game. So, I mean, he's as long as he's playing, that makes me feel encouraged about this. Nice, okay. All right, well, Tate, listen, I want to uh, bet for you. I I was going to put money on a a winner for you for the national championship and the Wooden Award, but I don't want to get that vote taken away. So do you want to give us – I'll bet UNC for you because you already picked that. Okay. Uh, nice. Is there a longest shot? Is there someone down the board? Do you want to go Houston or do you want to go somebody else? Uh, I I have a dark horse for you guys, uh, and it's coming from a conference that I never believe in in March. So you know, take it with the take it with no, 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 the A ten. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think it's going to be. Uh, I think this year. I think this Wait, year. Can I guess? Can uh, I guess? Yeah, please, please. It's from please, a conference please, yeah. you don't normally believe in. Um, in March. In March. I'm going to say, hmm. All right. You can't go too far up. All right. In March. <laughs> so that's, uh, I'm going to grab it here. Uh, the San Diego State Aztecs. I like San Diego State, but it's not San Diego okay, State. Okay. Harry, you want to guess? It's a, yeah. Harry, go for um, it. Can't give us a conference, huh? No. Of course. Why would he do just, <laughs> This is a. Make it no, so come easy. on. Just take one guess. Quit. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oregon. Not Oregon, but I, I do like, I mean, Dana Alman. I'll I like say, um, I'll say, even though I'm not sure how much of a dark horse they are, I'll say UCLA. No. UCLA is like a, a front, like they're, they're at the front of my mind. Yeah. They're, they're a final four team to okay. me. Okay. So I, it wouldn't be them. Wouldn't be them. Right. But UCLA. Right. Right. I'm, I'm, mistake I'm, doing gonna this, say, but you gotta I'm just going to say, Harry, I mean, uh, Tate hates the uh, big, let's say big 10 Michigan. I don't know. Right. Conference big 10 for sure. Uh, Michigan's a good, I, I like jet Howard, who is uh you know, Jawan Howard's son uh, who's a freshman for Michigan. Hunter Dickinson is back, but the team that I think, it's Illinois. Mm. There you go, Harry. It's Illinois. And it's Terrence, Terrence Shannon Jr., a.k.a. he's going by TJ Shannon now. He's changed his name. But uh, he is uh, one of the best guards in the country. He's one of those guys that could end up being in that wooden watch list where people are like, wait a second. Oh, my nice. God. Illinois is a lot better than I thought. And there's a, they're a different team, right? They don't have Curbelo. They don't have Kofi Coburn. They don't have Trent Frazier. It's all new guys, but they're all really, really good players. And uh, Sky Clark, who's a freshman, he was committed to Kentucky, ended up going to Illinois. He's looked great so far, um, and uh, you know they beat Kansas, right? Kansas came up and they right. scrimmaged, and they beat Kansas, and uh, that that got them on my radar. And as far as a dark horse team, I think they're also a team that thinks they're due after what happened to them in 2021. They win the Big Ten tournament. They're playing in Indianapolis. They think they're going to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not go that way. I really like Brad Underwood. Um, his daughter, Kate, Katie Underwood, was an intern on our show. So, that you know, oh. I, I have been fortunate to be able to, like, kind of talk to the Illinois people. They really like their team. Uh-huh. Um, so that, that's my dark horse pick. I think Illinois All right. Make a run. I'm going to put 100 for you on North Carolina 9-1 and 50 on Illinois. <laughs> nice. 50-1. Good enough, right? Perfect. Sign, sign me now up. Now you got, sign you're already signed up. You don't have to sign it. I don't want you to lose your vote. <laughs> don't, don't sign anyone anything ask you to sign. Um, I do want to ask you, are you at all worried that you'll be implicated when 
Jim Cunningham strangles a Creighton cheerleader at the biggest yes. tournament next March. Yes. yes. Anything okay. when you when you say, "Am I worried about being implicated with Jim Cunningham?" Absolutely. Every time that anything happens related to Jim Cunningham, I'm like, I hope they don't trace it back. Last to me. we heard from, uh, there's a picture that he, I think he submitted that the, the the comparison to him to the Zodiac Killer. Oh, was, so good. How yeah. yeah. was that tape? I thought he was joking. I would have run, run right out of the studio. I would have been like, "No, that's yeah. you," and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Never see you again. He looks exactly like him, yeah. and you know, he acts how you would assume. Right? Zodiac Killer to act. Not that we know yeah. much about the Zodiac Killer, but everything that you would assume, Jim seems to check those boxes. My mom is very concerned. She, she does not want us working with Jim Cunningham. You know, Tate, he'll call, he calls Brian and me like at le- like 11.30 at night on, on like yeah. a Friday and you can't get Same. him off the phone until like 2.30. Oh, he's he's going to listen to this, Harry. Gonna be okay, trouble. he can listen to it. We can cut, yeah, the, yeah. cut the three-hour phone calls down to one. So Ken, Ken does it, though, Sal. <laughs> yeah, Harry, you used to be yeah, on for okay. seven Ken hours does. with Ken. Yeah, yeah. come on. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the fix. We get Jim to call Ken yeah, right. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> Brian watches terrible pay-per-view events with Jim oh, like yeah. once a month. Like yeah, all the yeah. bar stuff. Yeah, every, right, yeah right? every time there's a, yeah, if there's like a rough and rowdy or if there's a, yeah. a, a Paul fight, we'll, we'll, there you go. we'll watch it there together. Yeah, the... The man, the man lives in the trash. That is, uh, <laughs> that's where he wants to be. Well, you would think Harry would appreciate that, but no. All right, <laughs> Harry, you guys, you were enemies, you were arch rivals, and now he wants to talk to you on the phone. You didn't want anything to do with it. Oh, so it's kind of sweet. Yeah. All right, yeah, baby I, face. I feel bad. I don't call you as much, Harry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he can't. He can't answer the phone. Uh, <laughs> Still owes me that wedding present, Tate. For that because there is a there's a little tr- <laughs> controversy surrounding that and a flight and he mm. feels like he paid extra for I didn't book his flight out of Flagstaff that wasn't me yeah all right uh, God only baby knows face, you have a question for Tate I, I do have one question for Tate and if he knows uh Anything just as well as college basketball. It's hip hop music. He, he really waxes poetic. We at our former uh, job, we used to talk a lot about it. And I know Parlay Kid and I have talked about Drake and Twenty One Savage's new album. But Tate, I don't. Yes. I actually don't want to even get your thoughts on that. More importantly, I wish he was here. H Dog released an oh. incredible. Uh, <laughs> released uh, the Tennessee Georgia <laughs> rap last week. I don't know if you've heard it, but just uh, your thoughts on H Dog in general, just unbelievable. Legend. I, I think I, I think H Dog is putting himself out there and I think the people have to respect it. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that want to be MCs. There's a lot of people that want to stick their neck out and uh, they're afraid H Dog says, I'll put the video out. You can watch it. Uh, you can cover your ears if you like, but you're going to enjoy it. Um, I, I have to respect the artistry behind you H-Dog. Know, I I, I, yeah, yeah. Now that I'll let him know, Tate. I'll let him know. We nice. learned that is H-Dog on the phone with Jim Cunningham? Is Jim Cunningham the mastermind behind <laughs> H-Dog's um, poems? I don't know what it is. I I, th- I think we need Kyle. I think we need nephew Kyle <laughs> oh, and H Dog right. to do a nephew track Kyle. together. I there we go. About his that, could, that, that could be that could be the moment. Right. That could be Tate, good. Before we say goodbye, I have a fantasy issue here. Now I lost in our league mm. of thirty plus years now, one hundred eight, one hundred seven to brother John, who is the Parley kid, and Brian's brother. They have other brothers too. There's like thirteen <laughs> brothers in the yeah. family, but this one I lost one hundred eight, one hundred seven. It was a crushing defeat. And anyway, the parlay kid a couple weeks ago offered me Joe Mixon and Amari Cooper for Tony Pollard and Alvin Kamara. And I passed on it. Right. And then mm. I'm getting texts from the parlay kid. Oh, you could add Joe Mixon the other day. You had like 51 <laughs> fantasy points or something. I'm like, all right, 
Today, this morning, I wake up, Parlay Kid offers me Chris Olave <laughs> for Tony Pollard, um, which is fine. It's fair. But uh, <laughs> I am going to take his first offer from a couple weeks ago because he did not he did not delete that offer. So I'm going to now accept that. And, uh, and uh, away we go, Parley kid. <laughs> Congratulations. You have Alvin Kamara now. <laughs> did you really accept that? <laughs> you didn't delete it. So it's like, I'm still fine with that. All right, let's do it. Oh, really? Okay. All right. I, I actually didn't accept it, but I'm accepting it right now. <laughs> yeah. You just been mulling over the offer for a couple of weeks. You just been thinking no, about it. I won't You've do that. I won't do that to you, Parley kid. I don't know about a lobby for Parley. So my team's out. three and six. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's now I'll figure it out. And listen, That's I watch the Saints too, and you shouldn't be impressed with Kamara. And I don't. I'm not with a lobby with the uh, Andy Dalton, but we'll figure it out. But I could have done a mean thing there, Tate. I just wanted people to know that, right? <laughs> No, so that generous. was very kind yeah. of you. Okay. That, uh, bigger you. man. Yeah, the bigger man for sure. All right. Tate, what do you have to plug uh, aside from your uh, $100 bet on Carolina at 9-1? to one? <laughs> uh, Plug Titus and Tate. It's uh, twice a week. It's about college basketball. Uh, myself, Mark Titus, we, uh, we're back in the saddle and we're having a great time. And uh, yeah, the season just started. I'm going to be in Asheville this weekend. I am the host of the Asheville Championship. Nice. That's uh, right. So, Four, four teams Beautiful. down there, and uh, I'll be uh, emceeing the event, you know, talking to kids and, uh, you know, going to be on the Cherokee Reservation doing a little, like, uh, Harris Cherokee Casino hangout thing. I don't even know what the hell's going to That's go where on, you have the North Carolina gonna, bet, right, Take Tate? Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to put in North Carolina at at again to win the title this year. This. Fingers crossed. We'll see I what mean, happens. Uh, really? He's... And then next week, we're going to Maui. We're going to be in the Maui Invitational. Uh, so myself, wow. Mark Titus. Going to Maui. Yeah, we'll Jump on Creighton, Tate. Jump on Creighton. Hosting the Asheville. <laughs> You're going, I mean, this is insane. You're a booster for LMU. There's so much going on. With yeah. You. This is crazy. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. And then uh, North Carolina plays uh, Indiana in Bloomington, November 30th. And Titus and I will be at that game as well. And then I'll be in New York at Madison Square Garden when North Carolina this. plays so Ohio December State. December 17th, December. is that? So, yeah. December yeah, 17th, exactly. Uh, you're competing with the yeah. Jimmy Kimmel ball. You don't have a shot. But anyway, uh, that'll be fun for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, I, I hate that I always miss the Jimmy Kimmel ball. It's all I want to do is go to I it. know for a fact that UNC is going to play Illinois in the final, and you're going to have money on both, and uh, Illinois is going to win. The Illini <laughs> will cut down the nets. That's yeah, and it'll be 05 redemption, and then I just cry. <laughs> right. You know, then, then then I'm done with predictions. Oh, yeah. I'm done. All right. Wow, Tate Frazier, thanks for coming on. It was great. And you know, listen, tell your mother to change her number because Harry texting her at all. He complains about Jim Cunningham. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Harry won't stop yeah. reaching out to her. Come on, Harry. Oh man, Harry. that was Come stories on. from Come Tate. I didn't now. reach out to Tate's mother. Right. You're a married man. Yeah, right. Kind of. For now. For now. He's married to his Sonic Shakes. All right. Uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. There you go. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the degenerate trifecta, and the great Master Tate Frazier. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na 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 na